evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Good Note Podcast. We've been away for a little while, but glad to have back local Athens band, Ashes to Omens. What's up? Hey. I know, um, getting right off the bat, uh, it's the same amount of people as the last show, but there is someone different here. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> you want to introduce yourself, man? Um, hey, uh, I'm Nathan. I play uh, guitar for the band. I'm the new guitarist. I know last time that uh, Will and I had talked to you guys, um, you had just got done with your first show, so you told us yep. a lot about that and the experience that you had and everything, but you guys have done... 47 shows 47 in shows. 15 months. <laughs> I, knew it was, I knew it was close to 50. How have you guys liked the road so far? It's not too bad, man. It's definitely something you gotta get accustomed to, but... It's worth it when you when you actually make the travel and play and people appreciate it. That's a really good feeling. So. Yeah, it's awesome. I haven't had to drive really that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty used to traveling because it's you know it's a long distance for me to just to come here. What was the uh, the main thing that you guys wanted to keep chasing after that first show? Like, what did y'all want to recreate? We definitely have shows where we play in front of crowds that. Don't typically lean toward our style. Oh yeah, but that's okay. Any ear is a good ear, and they may they may like something we do. That's, they that's they the, may lean toward it a little more after we yeah. play. I think that's the the end game is to build a fan base and like want people to enjoy what we're putting out. Yeah, because we spend a lot of time together. <laughs> yeah, and you guys have your album out now, right? Well, when we when we met before, we had we just released the single with the screws in the video. Mm-hmm. Just made it available on iTunes, and actually it was prior to the actual release of the video. Um, the album, we released an album later that year, uh, was last year in June. And we're on our third run of 50, and we're almost sold out of those. So we've, since it come out in, how many months, I don't know, six, seven, eight months, not maybe nine months now, uh, we've sold nearly 150 CDs. Oh, wow. Um, that's not counting online. And that's that's physical oh, sales. Yeah. So we've made uh, a solid chunk of sales online, you know, was and was streaming too with Spotify and, yeah. you know, YouTube. Um, Apple Music, we, we sold a lot of albums. Uh, we've sold albums in 18 different countries, about what we've been able to check so far. Wow. Um, so we're, and that's digital. So yeah. that, you know, that we're super proud of. Now that new song... Um, we just released two weeks ago or a week ago now that was uh that's off our upcoming album that we're working on so this will be so that was our you know first album last year and this is our sophomore album we're working on right now And bring your mountains that 
what do you like to listen to whenever you're not playing? Like, like what do you take your cues from? I take it from a number of genres. Um, punk, like 90s alternative rock and grunge, and yeah. um, a lot of indie rock stuff, too. Nice. I definitely think that, especially since the first time we've had, we had our podcast, I knew we would definitely grow and, and become better musicians together. Yeah. And I really think we have. And Nathan just fit right in. Yeah. Because uh, we actually tried out quite a few guys. You definitely tell our style was changing, but yeah. in a better way. I think we were improving, uh, working together, writing like more uh, for our genre, like yeah. complex things. Yeah. And what we, I think what we went with our, on our first CD, we were just happy that he dug the style and like wanted to be part of it. Yeah. And I think he does a great job. And I know, David, it's probably Solo City for you now. He, he definitely added a lot to it and definitely made it where I can expand upon like when we're writing. Yeah. Stuff like that. I forgot that you were there. Like we had, that I had actually, you know, worked with you and another gentleman mm -hmm. um, in, in what was going to, what ended up being this project. Right. And uh, man, I, I totally forgot about that. But I would say as far as, I think I think all of our songs. I think I stand by on what I said. You know, kind of around this. You know, early on when we you know met last year is, I feel like the writing process always comes from a place of feeling. It can always be triggered by an event. Like that whole first album, from, at least from a lyrical perspective, the way I wrote it was about what I was going through at the time, and I think that 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 process will always be that way i think yeah you know whatever you're experiencing in your own your own life that's going to translate somehow in some way yeah so i don't think my i think my writing process you know for the past 15 years has been rooted in feeling yeah you know that's why i stopped playing for a long time is because i was like well i'm not feeling anything i don't have anything else to write about gotcha you know so i took four years off but i feel like especially with you know adding nathan in there's a lot more emotion and and how things are being written yeah it's not oh it sounds good let's go with that yeah. it's like i feel i feel like especially this new album i think conflict the new song i think that song is very vindicative of that writing style because we we worked on that song for four fucking months yeah and i couldn't find the right words for it but the music it just kept evolving and getting better and getting better and getting better and we actually played a super early version of that song at this benefit that we did last year yeah. um, for those two boys in Oconee County that, yeah. that passed away. And so we done a, and that was the night that we debuted that song. We actually got an encore. Uh, that was our first encore we'd oh, gotten. Wow. So we played that. <laughs> and uh, no, we played the cover. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. We closed with that song. That's okay. what it was. And we played yeah. the cover for the first time. Um, I think it's always gonna be a place of feeling. Like there's never been a writing change Inside my hand Be 
I did an interview with this other, um, with this blog or whatever, we, and it just got a bunch of blogs released online. Yeah. They, they asked me what that song, what the lyrics of the song mean. Mm. And they, because they wanted a quote to share with, with all these magazines, it's our new publicist that we're working with. Okay. And uh, I was like, well, the song basically, the lyrics of that song represents overcoming your own doubts, your own insecurities, and your own way of negativity. Yeah. And using it to conquer and elevate yourself. You know, nice. um, it's about realizing that you have to do that in order to become a better person. That's why it's the conflict within. Because some people can, some people can acknowledge that and, and become better people, but some people never do. Yeah. So it's that. I think that's at, at its core. That's what that song's about. So for me, for the new album, same principle applies. Like we've had a lot go on this past year as we've started working on the new stuff. And yeah, I think each song is telling a different story. And we're I think we're eight songs deep into this album, I think. Yeah. So we have, you know, a couple more to write, but there's I think there's a whole lot left to be said. Nice. I know I've seen stills and of course I guess most of them are out of the new music video. Like you guys have more more so now than ever a a brand or a, a look. I think Casey had mentioned one thing. I want to say it was the last time we had a podcast about everything that we do, we do for a reason. Yeah. There is a specific statement he had made in the last podcast that I, you know, like I said, I went back and listened to the original interview last year mm -hmm. today. And uh, just to kind of see how far we'd come and what we were talking about then versus what we're talking about now. And Casey said, you know, we practice everything like everything we do the way we write our songs the way we perform our songs yeah it's planned because we want to you know we want to take it to the next level yeah you know we want our fans to respond that way absolutely the brand like we've talked about doing x y and z mm -hmm. and how we get there you know this is our next mountain to climb or whatever and that includes you know branding and that includes well what makes us different than any other band in athens yeah you know, are we doing anything different musically? Well, absolutely. Uh, well, do you look like a band? Well, yeah. We kind of think we look like we fit together. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think a lot this past year has been really, really thoroughly thought through. What we're, what we're going to look like when we're on stage. Yeah. How do we make that match with one another? And, you know, in more ways than one. I'll intervene and say that I that absolutely, I think, uh, there is a, a fan of ours, I won't use the name. We first met her when we played at a Terrapin show, mm -hmm. a Terrapin Brewery, and she was there for a band that we played, shared stage with that her nephew was in, and she saw us play the first time that night and has been to almost every show since then. <laughs> nice. And it's super flattering. Yeah. Because uh, that, that's like the real feeling of like, it's not just somebody saying, hey, you guys rock, man. Yeah. Good job. It's like true fan yeah. appreciates what we're putting the time and effort into. And even if it's one person, man, oh, definitely. you know, I'd rather have, you know, just like a handful of folks who love us for what we do. Yeah. And because and, that's what we do it for. Like like James mentioned, we we do everything with uh, with intent of mm -hmm. like, you know, we rehearse it. We want to look, we want uh, a, a certain sound, we want to uh, give off a certain vibe. Yeah. And apparently it's working for some people. And that makes us happy yeah. that we're making them happy. 
talking about more experiences, there was another time, like James mentioned, I do recall a show at Sweetwater where uh, we were getting heckled. We were sharing the stage with bands who were a lot heavier than us. Okay. And so you had alcohol involved and yeah. people sticking around by the time we got on stage. Yeah. So we've, you know, we've had the good experiences and the bad experiences. Yeah. Which I feel like that's, that comes with the territory. David, I know you got some stories. What kind of stories you got? Taking a shirt uh, off. <laughs> Taking your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> right next to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so about that, we were taking, uh, we were at a photo shoot mm. um, a couple months back. And uh, I was wearing like two shirts and he told me to take one of them off. He just wanted me to take the over shirt off. Uh-huh. But I thought he was talking about the undershirt. <laughs> so these guys are turned around. When they turn back around, I have... He looks at me, he's like, could you hold this? And he says, sure. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, it was pretty wild, so I put it back on, of course. <laughs> we went and um, we played Greensboro, North Carolina. I want to say it was back in, De- back in December. Halfway up there, man, all of a sudden there was like 14 inches of snow on the ground. Oh, wow. Just out of the fucking blue. We got there, we got on late. One of the bands bailed on the show uh, an hour and a half before they were supposed to be there. Oh. And um, so we were a band short. And then we played with these other two bands that were really good, really good metal bands. Then 10 people pulled in that were our fans from Georgia. Yeah. And I think we played for our fans from Georgia in North Carolina that night. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, uh, this was my first show with them, too. It was oh, his yeah. first show. Yeah. His first drive. show. <laughs> and uh, his it's mom and dad not. drove all the way up there. And that's like a four-hour drive oh yeah solid yeah. and it was with snow with snow too. and it was so fucking cold wow. oh my god it was cold but we had a great time i actually oh, yeah. I, I hate that place closed down that stage was incredible i think the people that were there outside of our band really liked it too mm-hmm. yeah where do you see you guys in the levels of hard rock shit <laughs> well, we've done heavy metal shows before yeah. mm-hmm. so i mean and I may, I mean, I don't know if I'm, you know, I can speak for everybody when I say this, but I, I would say that while I don't plot like playing just metal shows mm-hmm. because we're just enough over the other spectrum, yeah, I will play them if if they're offered and it makes sense because yeah. we're somewhere in the middle that I feel like there's a certain row of metal actual metal fans. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, that's that's some cool ass riffs right there. I'm really yeah. enjoying that. It's not my normal cup of tea, but I I like the flavor. Yeah. You know, and I and I also feel like on the higher spectrum of that, you know, the people that go see like the the poppy indie, you know, and then the punk shows, mm-hmm. we offer them something too. Yeah. So I feel like we have our own group of stylistic fans that like certain types of music. Yeah. And they gravitate to us from that, but we also touch a little bit here and a little bit here. Yeah, I definitely think with um, the new album, mm-hmm. we'll kind of broaden that mm-hmm. too, because like the music, like each song is so different mm-hmm. from the other. There's no, Absolutely. I don't think there's like a real like cohesive genre really in this. Yeah, in this new album, it's uh, it goes everywhere. So I think we'll be able to. So all these are going to be like standalones, like there's no like concept throughout the album, it's just a whole bunch of good... There's a gist of a... There's a gist, there's some hints at some shit going on on this album um, that I think people are going to be able to pick up on. 
but it's not it's not a concept yeah album. this band has a very solid hard rock center but i've seen you know, the acoustic shows that you've put on where it's just two of you i've seen the music videos you put out where everything is turned up way loud and i've seen your shows where you guys just absolutely tear it down so i pray Some of the songs on this on this next album, we intentionally went with a specific sound. Yeah. And that's like what Nathan was pointing out. Musically, it's not gonna sound it's it, they are kind of standalone songs. Yeah. Because we we were just kind of testing the water and we're like, you know, if we can do it well, let's see yeah. what we can do with it. If it gets attention, that's great, and we'll just try it out. But it's still ashes to omens though. That single y'all have is really, really head and shoulders above what y'all sound was just a year or two ago. Yeah. Um, it is more complex, it is more plotted out, uh, it just hits harder. Like, the last one was obviously good, but I can definitely tell a marked improvement in y'all's abilities. Thanks, man. I know you practice constantly, but how? what's the schedule for you guys? Right now, it's not too bad. Like, we're, like, doing well, I, I think so. We would do normally like where we would practice before twice a week. Now we're really only being able to practice once a week because we've been having shows every fucking week, mm. uh, or once during the week, and then we'd have an off weekend, so we could practice and then one at the next weekend, yeah. or two the next weekend, or in this case, three the past weekend. <laughs> we did this last week, you know. Yeah. But I think we, uh, I, I think it's the it's a good balance because when we do have off weeks, we do get that extra practice, and mm -hmm. we really. Focus on all right. Let's play all of our songs tonight. Let's tighten up, you know, this or tighten up that, or let's stop here and let's work on the new stuff here. Yeah. I think the schedule is just right right now. Yeah. Uh, especially with us doing more and more shows, it's been where we can all work full time jobs and still have a life and right. still be in a band. Yeah. I just want to say, going back to that single that we just put out, um, I began writing that probably almost a year ago. Oh wow! And we just kind of refined it. Yeah, just kept on and kept on refining it until we got what we wanted. One of the songs specifically, Dave actually brought to the table. It's funny because he was skeptical at first. Yeah. And but once we all heard it, we ran with it, and it's actually gotten pretty good attention nice. from like playing it at shows. Yeah. We were on our way to a show in Albany at this real odd little dive that turned out to be awesome, mm -hmm. and. Uh, I was talking to Nathan, I was like, man, I'm, I think I'm going to have to change my name to something. And uh, he said, oh yeah, what about? And I was like, well, I'm thinking about using my middle name because I hated my middle name growing up and now I love it. Okay. And plus, God damn it, people keep comparing me to that dude off of Practical Jokers. <laughs> and his name I'm, is James Murray. His name is James Murray. <laughs> really? I was like, I'm so sick of that shit. Oh my God. And because uh, like little things turn me up nowadays. And uh, 
And he, <laughs> so we joked about that, and I was like, what about this or this, and, or how's this and this? That's how that started, Yeah. for me at least. Okay. And then I just like suddenly started taking it serious. I was like, well, fuck it, I'm going to make it official. Yeah. And I, I like it. I'm gonna stay, stick with it. He definitely, and he actually started started that out of okay. all of us. But then we kind of went with the idea, like yeah. maybe we should all use our middle names. And my middle name's Lee. Okay. And I think it was Nathan pointed out, like Tommy Lee. All right. Uh, so yeah, that, I, I never knew that y'all did it because it was the middle names. I thought it was a certain feeling that it gave off, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, not quite that deep. We were just always <laughs> like, let's change your names. <laughs> not that smart. But yeah. <laughs> Now, as, as far as, I mean, you know, you guys have stayed pretty busy writing, touring. Have there ever been any, like, I guess, happy accidents whenever you guys were either at a show or or recording? When we, when we first played uh, another song from this upcoming album, um, I think it was right before the last chorus, um, Casey thought we were going into something different. Uh, and... Yeah. The way it turned out, like the beat that he did right there, we decided to keep that around. Oh, nice. Because it, it, I thought it sounded so good right there. Yeah, so I fluked, and he actually was <laughs> like, you know what? Let's try that at <laughs> practice. Like, no, 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 wait. Yeah. yeah, we might do we something. Might be something. That was then a we, happy accident. Yeah, we actually went with it, and then we ended up recording it that way. Heck yeah. What studios do you, re do you record at? Right now, we're doing uh, this album at Lead Belly Studios yeah. in Dawsonville. Um, the guy there, his name's uh, Matt Washburn. He's a an amazing engineer, yeah. and he pushes us. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons I like him so much. Because why just be okay? Yeah, why and not excel? You know, kind of hopping back to y'all being on tour. Let me hear some stories. Oh open the door for Nathan to, <laughs> to let you in. All I'll say is intoxicated ladies. <laughs> and a lot of Nathan. <laughs> Am I really telling this story? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Okay, so there's two instances. I'll tell the one that I think is funniest. Um, oh, when we played it, <laughs> when we were playing Kentucky, Play this awesome place yeah, in it, was, yeah. it was a great show. Like I think one of our you know, like top five shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we were playing. We were doing real well, and uh, I got free Jello shots. <laughs> the, yeah, the Jello shots happened right after this, actually. Um, so this lady, like, kind of in the front, like, more on my side of the stage, she's like, "Show us your tits," and James is like. <laughs> No, you don't. You don't want to see that. <laughs> and you know, we were like tuning up guitars and stuff. And then she comes back. She's like, "I can show mine." And I was like, I grabbed the mic. I was like, "Can you, yes, please." And she lifted her shirt. Nice. I was like, "Oh, all right, cool." I, I, I was looking away. <laughs> I was like. I won't go into too much detail, but he almost, he got me screamed at by my girlfriend. <laughs> we're getting in my car to go home, and these ladies are walking to my car. It's like, hey, girls. I'm like, hey, dude, shut up. I'm getting, like, punched in the arm. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, man? You got these drunk chicks coming over here. What was the second, uh, second, was it, the, was it, uh, the Albany? Albany? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that one. Yeah. 
So what did they think? Let's just say he had a he had a fangirl, and uh, we ended up. She was really intoxicated. Yes, and that's why we were just for his sake. We're like, hey man, he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> she wouldn't be too proud of this. Yeah, but it's always Nate, man. <laughs> I guess just talk, like talking on like uh, touring shows though, going back to the Kentucky show, that show really was uh, so worth the time oh, and yeah. the drive and all the work we like put into practicing and just yeah. like rehearsing and whatnot. Cause and the bands that played right before <coughs> us were so so different than what we mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And their fans gave us a really good yeah. Reception. I think people misconstrue and think playing shows is all about money, mm. and it's definitely not because, to, in my opinion, that show specifically, we got paid in so many more ways yeah. than financial. Uh, we got we just we were shown respect. Um, shown kids. Because <laughs> 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 <of> Nathan. <laughs> um, the the sound guy like was just super super respectful and like wanted us to just be comfortable gave us a great light show like we felt like we freaking owned the night and we couldn't have done it had we not had the environment just being so generous and so i definitely say that's one of our best paid shows so to speak because we felt we made that long drive and felt so appreciated and with y'all being on itunes and spotify and everything uh have there been people that have shown up to your shows strictly from hearing you on one of those services, or is it all people that I've you never asked? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's a possibility. Yeah, we played the forty watt back in January, and I played forty watt several times, man. And we had a lot of people in there. Yeah. There was a lot of people. I think it, at least a lot of people from our perspective. It was a hundred and seventy people for our show. Wow. And uh, I think that was a a huge step up because yeah. you know just a little over a year previous to that we played Caledonia our first show we brought 115 people and we thought that that was a pretty huge deal as well yeah so it shows that we've grown you know not only in the region mm-hmm. but we've grown in our hometown our home base has grown yeah I think it kind of harkens back to us you know number one not burning a town out with playing it right. but then number two doing better as musicians, yeah. doing better professionally, you know, and, and growing with the band. Nice. I want to say when we play locally, meaning in Georgia, mm-hmm. we definitely see new faces yeah. at, at every show. And um, they're not just there for the other bands. Right. Mm-hmm. What band, I mean, if you want to promote anyone else that you've been touring with, I know you have a couple of ones that y'all normally play with. Uh, Oh, we play with Hit Lizard for sure. Yeah, uh, I love Brett and Anna to death. Yeah, uh, they're great people, and uh, we play with RCI a lot. Uh, I've gotten to know Clayton Hall very well. He played. They played at Forty Watt with us. Yeah, um, they're good bands. They're good bands. They're good bands that really care about what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually had this conversation, uh, this very conversation, with someone earlier today, that, and also on Monday too. Now that I'm thinking about it, that. I don't think Athens really knows just how much some of these bands care about their own music. You know, there, there's always been this weird perception that Athens like the bad bands and shit on the good ones. And I feel like that that dynamic's starting to change a little bit. Yeah. Um, because I see more musicians caring about their music and not just wanting to 
put out shit for the sake of putting it out, yeah. you know, and really focus and make something that that everybody likes, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's not always that, that corner dirt college, you know, band that's playing just for the weekend. Right. You know, there's bands that they're doing things. Yeah. And I, every time I think of, oh, my band is from Athens, I, outside of the obvious, you know, REM, B-52s, I just sort of think of, well, it's someone in their bedroom doing samples on something and maybe throwing a little folk inflection. It's, it's, it's been very folksy in Athens for a number of years. And that's what I started to associate with, oh, you have an Athens band. It's either underground thrash metal. Uh, I remember Music Hates You back in the day, or it's folksy, barely there sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, a band like y'all is definitely smashing the preconception of what can come out of Athens and not only buck the trend, but be proficient enough and solid enough in their growth to really turn heads, not only in town, but with you guys going on the road. You know, that's, I think that kind of doubles, you know, with this, we play with a couple bands, like we've got the, I know Zach, you know, Zach Henry pretty pretty well. I played a couple mm -hmm. shows with him before when he was with Music HU. And, yeah. And we played a show with um, a few bands, and Zach came and played an acoustic show before he played that first show oh, with nice. the new band. And uh, that's, I got to talk to him at the door. I was like, man, why do you look so familiar? And then I started putting two and two together. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I used to be with Noah and Music HU. Oh my God, dude, we played together in the show like 10 years ago, and we started talking about it. And that band they're incredible yeah yeah they've they've really thrown some awesome shit together in a short time zach's working on his second album right now oh yeah and you have that group of people that people are that's he plays some seriously hard heavy metal yeah and there's a there's clearly a, a draw for that in athens mm -hmm. but also we also have shared the stage with a pretty professional southern rock band called scarlet stitch okay and they just released their first video too nice and they're getting a solid draw and they're not they're not what I would call just classic rock or yeah. just you know mainstream rock they're more southern rock okay you know so there's this clear you yeah. know divisive sections of various music that's doing really cool things yeah. in the area and I think it's gonna continue with low water too you know yeah. they're southern rock and they just got off a tour with Tremonti and Seven Dust that's right so I think there's there's these new groups of music that are popping up that's always been around. Yeah. But people are now like, oh my god. It's just you know people are noticing. The arm, yeah. yeah. I know you guys have a couple of acoustic performances. Uh, I know I've seen a couple of videos on Facebook. I've mm -hmm. seen candid videos more than not. But I know you guys, in addition to full-on shows, have done acoustic sets. Uh, James, sometimes it's, it's just you and David, minimal sets, one of them in particular. Uh, I know you guys wanted to play uh, Prayers for the Week off your old album, off your first album. Yeah. Uh, I know we illustrated the story for The Screws in the last podcast. What is the story behind this? Uh, what were you feeling when you wrote this? What were, you, what were you, all you guys feeling when you wrote this? So that song was on the first album for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, we just had finished writing it and playing it at our very first show. Yeah, the fans really engaged with this song because 
the at its core of the song is about rising up and not being oppressed, standing up for what you believe in, and you know, you know, taking back, yeah, you know, what's yours. And I and I think that that song is, you know, when I talk about that song at shows, I always you know lead in with that song. Like everybody can relate to this song because everybody has always been at some point down in the dumps or yeah. in the ditch or thrown aside or you know, fired or dumped or divorced or whatever it might be, there everybody can relate to that. Yeah. And when you finally like rise up and say you've had enough, you know, that's what this song's about is that point is coming back. Seems like the perfect call 
make their world become unglowed. Why don't you rise? Why don't you speak up? Demand the truth before they take those better days from you. Why don't you rise? Why don't you lash out? Don't be the few before they take those better days from you. Why don't you rise? Why don't you speak up? Demand the truth before they take those better days from you. Why don't you rise? Why don't you lash out? Don't be the few before they take those better days from you. So, is there anything that y'all want to promote? Any shows you have coming up? Any uh, any new news in the band? You know, go ahead and pour it out. Uh, so, lots of things coming up. We just uh, played the '99X Rock and Taco nice um, thing in, in Buckhead there, and we won that round. So, we're going on to the next phase of that. That's a contest that they're going to be sharing. Uh, on Wednesday morning, the 13th, there should be some videos posted uh, on the Gig Punk Magazine page and will also be shared by us and the band. You go to the next round by getting shares, by getting views, by getting likes and interactions on the video. Okay. So it's going to be an opportunity for our group of fans to come together and say, hey, we want Ashes Domes to win. Yeah. And this is how we're going to help them get there. So that's. That's the most immediate thing. Mm -hmm. um, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be in Randall, North Carolina at Nitros, mm -hmm. uh, playing with uh, Imperfect Sun and a few other bands out that way. Then that following weekend, we'll be at Tavern 53 in Houston, opening for Mock of Ages. Okay. And we were slated to play there this summer to open for Winger there. And wow. then also in May, we might be going to Kansas to open for a, a pretty big band out there. But... For the next three months, you know, we're we're playing a lot of shows, yeah. and we're going to be back in the studio working on this album to hopefully have it out by the fall. Yeah, and actually, good thing you reminded me here at the end. The uh, you said you were opening up for another big band. You guys opened up for someone this past year that I was completely blown away. Like how how in the how in the hell did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. It was a uh, I. Um, we had a week to prepare for that. Oh wow! Yeah, it was uh, it was something that I that I stumbled across um, without having to give out too much information on it. Um, I made a few calls. Uh, I asked for some people, and uh, it just the opportunity presented itself. So Tom Kiefer never got to meet him. Yeah. But uh, he still got great pipes. Yeah. <laughs> he can still oil man. So. Good deal. Well, thank y'all once again for being on this show uh, for, for having me, us. yeah for letting me ask y'all a whole bunch of questions uh in a uh, in a garage yeah. <laughs> uh, good acoustics in here yeah <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i mean as as always you know uh follow ash stoneman's facebook what what literally, are you guys on literally everywhere we have yeah. our own website ashesdomans.com even on amazon um, Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio. Yeah. Is it is uh, it all the same name as far as social? Just at Ashes. Yeah, Ashes all Jones. Ashes Domans. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag follow the ashes. Hashtag follow the ashes. <laughs>